Okay, this is Masechet Berachot, chapter 6, Mishnah 6. And by way of introduction, um, we will talk about how one person can be um, Yotzeh, uh, he, could, he could make another person exempt from a Beracha, from him, the person himself could be Yotzeh someone else with his own Beracha. And the, the concept is all, all Jews are, are connected to each other and responsible for each other. Um, but there are, there are three rules, um, there are three rules or the three conditions that uh, must be fulfilled in order for a person to say a beracha. The other person says amen and the other person now does not have to say his own beracha. Um, so what are they? The first one is, the, first, the person that's saying the beracha has to be conscious, conscious, he has to intend that the person he's saying the beracha for is fulfilling, he's fulfilling the obligation for them, right? So if you say, Friday night dinner, right? You're saying, Hamotzi lechem in and everybody eats the bread. You're saying the berachat hamotzi for the other people on the table. You have to have in mind that you are being motzi them. You are exempting them from the obligation of saying the berachat by saying your berachat. That's rule number one. Um, rule number two is the people that are listening to the berachat have to also have in mind that you are exempting them, you are being yotzeh, that you're fulfilling their obligation for them. And the third is that <clears throat> they have to hear the blessing, they have to hear the berachah from beginning to end. It can't, can't be that they're in the middle of doing something else, they're talking, that, that doesn't count. They have to say it again. They have to say it again if that's the case. They have to say their own berachah if they're in the middle of talking, in the middle of what you're saying, the berachah. Um, now, there, is a, there are differences between other berachot, like berachot mitzvot, like for example, he's saying beracha on the candles, uh, Friday night candles, a beracha on any mitzvah for that matter, basuka, um, etc. And the berachot nehenim. Berachot nehenim are the berachot of benefits, where you're getting specific benefits, like like food, drinks, uh, um, you know, good pleasing pleasing uh, smells, etc. Those are berachot nehenim. There are differences between these types of berachot um, of being yotzei dechova somebody else, being you know motzi somebody else, and 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 the other berachot, right? So um, you know, saying saying a bracha on behalf of other people uh, when it comes to mitzvot, you know, since since the obligations of mitzvot are on all um, Jewish men and, and spe- or specifically Jewish women in some cases. Um, in many cases, so so it doesn't matter that you fulfilled the mitzvah already for you to say the beracha for the other person. So, for example, I put tefillin on, and now the other person doesn't know how to say the beracha. So I tell him, I will say the beracha tefillin again, and 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 you can put your te- you say amen, you can put your tefillin on, and that that is actually how it works. But when it comes to, um, um, you know, like I, I ate an apple. I can't say ha'etz again on the apple so that someone else could be, uh, you know, could devolve, you know, could, in other words, he can be yotze of the beracha of the, of, of the second beracha I make on the apple because I have no responsibility to eat an apple. I have no obligation to eat an apple. Um, and therefore, I can only make the beracha for him if I didn't eat the apple yet. So Friday night dinner, I'm saying hamotzi, I'm eating the bread, right? It's not like I'm not... Uh, you know, I'm not enjoying the benefit of the beracha myself, and I have to be in order to be motzi somebody else. 
an additional requirement brought up in this Mishnah is that when it comes to Berchot Nehenim, it has to do with the decision for the people to eat together at the table. Nowadays, if people sit at the table together, we assume that they're eating together in that joint meal, and we one person could say the baracha for others. In the old days, in order for them to make a sign that they're eating together, in the Gemara, it says that they have to say they have to say something like, "Let us meet at this place for dinner." Right? If they say those words, they're they're good and they are considered eating together. And in times in the Mishnah, however, which is predates the the Gemara, they 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 had to uh, they had a custom to lean to their left while they ate. Uh, as we know, on Pesach, we lean to our left, right? So when they all leaned together, everybody at the table was leaning, they, they made it like, they were, it was like a sign that they're all leaning together as one. So let's read the Mishnah. Hayu yoshvim de echol, they sat down to eat. Kol echad ve'echad me'barech le'atzmo. So if people sit down at the table in the times of the Mishnah and they don't lean, and they don't in, indicate that they're together, like they, let's say you're in a lunchroom and everybody has their own lunchbox, Right? Everybody makes the baracha for themselves. They're not, they're not together. Hesebu, but in the times of the Mishnah, they lean together, or in, nowadays we say we're eating together as a, as a family or as a group. Echad If one person, as we do every Friday night, every Shabbat, of course, one, per, one person could say the baracha for everyone. Now, Balahen Yayin, okay, now, Balahen Yayin mitocha mazon. Now, let's say they brought wine on the table while people are eating. Everybody says the baracha on the wine by himself. It's not like one person could say the baracha on the wine and, and motzi everybody else. Why not? Two opinions of this. One is, since they're eating and chewing in the meal, they're swallowing, um, they, it's dangerous for them to you know, be talking while they're eating and, and, uh, and, and swallowing. Haram Bam writes that. So, so, so that saying amen to that baracha and listening to it and paying attention while they're, while they're, while they're eating is, is a danger. The other reason given is that, um, the first reason given is by Dashi, really. The second reason by Dashi is that when people are eating and drinking, they're not giving the proper attention to the person that's reciting the Baracha. Again, as we said, one of the rules was that they had to hear the Baracha from beginning to end. Okay. Um, but however, after we, we finish eating, everybody's now not swallowing anything. One person can say the baracha for everybody else on the wine. And also, they had a custom at the end of the meals. They used to they used to like um, put some incense incense on it on, on coals, and people used to smell it. And they used to say Baruch Hashem They used to say the baracha. So the person that said the baracha on the wine would say the baracha on the mugmar on the on the incense it says made on the mugmar even though it was the custom to say the to, to bring the incense only after the meal was completely over so at that point what, what, you know we're not we're not eating together anymore what are we doing but there was a custom to give the honor to the person that said the the baracha on the wine that came after the meal in those days to the uh, to that person would also have the have the honor to say the beracha and everybody would smell the incense. So I think I think like I said, this is this this is a very could be. I mean, it is it is a very practical mishnah about this concept of you saying a beracha for somebody else. Baruch Amen. Have a great day.